How would knowing someone's story really impact your grief journey and your healing process? I think it can do wonders, but we'll have to see. Let's go. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and your overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, May the 3rd. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling. Episode 90, I'm feeling good. I feel like I have something really important that we're going to talk about. Like we mentioned, if you knew their story. So powerful. I know it's going to be powerful. I know it's going to set some people free and I'm really excited to get into it. So let's just do just that. So on this healing journey, on this grief journey, the mission to overcome, to heal, to feel better, to move through this, I think we have to open our minds. I think it's super important that we open our minds to this and to this concept of if you knew their story. So what what do I mean by that? Listen, everything that we're talking about on the healing journey when it comes to grief and loss or just life in general, it's about relationship. So it's about relationships that you have with the people in your lives and the relationship that you have with yourself. And so I wanted to get into this today. It definitely pertains to grief and it straddles that line, but it's also just really important to our overall mental health and wellness, which I think personally, it all goes hand in hand. So if you knew their story, what does that mean? Over the last week or two, I guess I found myself in a lot of conversation about the importance of knowing the backstory of people's lives and how is that beneficial? Well, I think, and, I, and I'm going to say, I know based on my experience that, it, that this mere fact has the power to really be super freeing and really help. So I'm not just speaking from what I think could happen. I know from firsthand experience, when you know someone's story, when you know who they really are, who they were before you met them is so important before you knew them to the the process of, or excuse me, the experience of interacting with them. And so sometimes our interactions have to be a little more personal because we're talking about family and friends and things like that. So let's just stick with that concept. Let's keep keep it into the perspective that we're talking about your family and your close friends, not so much just random people or therapists or anything like that. I'm talking about you knowing someone's story and that person knowing your story and the power and impact that it can have on your healing journey. So. We talk a lot about forgiveness and being able to extend forgiveness to people, to ask for forgiveness from people. But I think knowing the story allows us to have more grace, which will then allow us to be more likely to extend forgiveness. So if I know some of the details of what you've been through in your life, What's what's the DNA? And I don't really mean from a scientific standpoint, but but what is the makeup? What's your experience? What have you been through? What have you seen? How have you been treated? How have you treated others? What are you still needing to learn about yourself? What have you learned about yourself? 
These are some really important fact-finding questions I think that really can bridge that gap and give you more genuineness in relationships in addition to allowing that healing process in terms of forgiveness and then giving you that reconciliation and resolution to move forward. And so I'm just going to go and start with the example of a parent per se. So if you even, and I'm talking about young adults, so we're, we're young adults or, or I think I'm like a millennial or I'm somewhere in there, right? I'm 35, 36, but knowing my parents' story and knowing, let's just use my mom, for example, because her and I talk about this and we speak more openly about life, et cetera. So we'll, we'll use her as an example. I'm sure she'll be completely comfortable with me doing so. So I could just be angry at my mom and say, man, like, she she isn't this, she wasn't that, and all of these things, and, and never extend forgiveness and grace in those areas. I could just say, like, she was supposed to do this, she failed in this area, she sucks, I'm mad, I've got anger, i got resentment, and all of these things. And guess what that would have cost me? That would have cost me an amazing, when I say amazing relationship, like, my mom is my heart. Like, that's my baby. Like, I love my mom. Like, we have a great relationship. But that relationship did not come without being tested. The relationship has been tested by many things. But one thing that's been so important was our communication. So having effective communication, not just communicating or speaking or conversing just to, for the sake of it, but doing it intentionally with purpose, with the intention to arrive at healing and fostering a better, more impactful and powerful relationship. So knowing how was she raised? What was missing from her life? What does her grief look like? So so that's really what it can come down to is if what we're trying to get at in someone's backstory is what does their grief look like? What has been some of the biggest obstacles and hurdles they've had to face? What's their sorrow like? Because I feel like if you know that, again, it can allow you to move more into that, that grace and empathy and, and give them this one. My back wasn't against that wall. My back wasn't against her wall when she was making decisions when she was 18, 25, 20, all of these ages before she became my mother and then beyond them. But I'm just speaking about that. Like, it's so important to know who people are because it's easy to just say, I don't like that about them. I don't care for that about them. Instead of asking them, like, why are you like this? Do you know why you're like this? Do you know why you behave like that or, or why you act like that? Because I think it also then goes down to, to triggers. What triggers us? And, and I'm going to, this is going to take a nice little spin here, a nice little curve with this subject is sometimes people have a hard time being there for us in our sorrow because it's triggering their sorrow. Whew. That's a mouthful right there. Sometimes the reason why people can't be there for you is because what you have going on in your life is so reflective and reminds them of something that they had going on in their life previously or currently, and they don't know how to deal with that. They don't know how to move with that. And this is the even crazier part is a lot of times people don't even know that their resistance to something or actually them propelling towards something, depending on codependency and certain stuff like that, is because what you have going on is triggering and it's brewing. It's, it's stirring up some not great emotions, some uncomfortability within themselves. But if we were able to sit down 
as adults, as people, or even adult and child, if you are talking about your child and have effective communication in order to heal on this journey of grief and loss and life and protect our overall mental wellness, we've got to keep effective communication on the table. Guys, we can't do it without it. And so that's going to require us to get uncomfortable and pull back the onion. But that's only if you want it. That's only if you want to move through. It's so important for us to understand this. And this lesson came to me just through the last week or so. And just having certain conversations with my wife and just talking about it and and really growing and learning how important it is to do this. We're the kind of people that will start on one particular subject and just go in and in and in because we're not parents yet, but the goal is if we are to go down that path in life and if that is a part of the journey, we want to make sure that we show up as our best selves for them. We don't want things to repeat. We don't want it to keep going. And it's like we have to heal these traumas. We've got to unlearn and then relearn. And we can't do that without effective communication and without a willingness to be open. But let's start extending more grace. So we got a nice little cocktail here. If we have effective communication, we add some grace. I think we've got a good recipe because when you, when you, when you communicate effectively and you take this risk, cause I'm going to say it's a risk because you don't know, you don't know what the outcome of certain conversations would be. Sometimes there's things that you will wish that you didn't know and that you didn't hear. Trust me. When my story comes out later on in life, the full story, I'll tell you that there are some things that there has been times where I have sat and pondered and said, would I have been better off had I not even known? Have I not even known that? So again, when we start to have effective communication, we've got to be prepared for the outcome. That is not like, okay, I'm not saying you, hey, pull up a chair and you pull up a chair and let's air all of our, all of our backstory out here. And, and then magically we just arrive at this healing part. No, it's, it can get worse in my opinion before it gets better because you've got to be ready to hear that. You've got to be ready to really hear and feel whatever can be coming out of that person's mouth. I'm going to just give you an example. Let's just say if you were talking to your child and you were going through all of this and then they they expressed to them that maybe they were perhaps molested at some point in their life. And you're trying to have open communication with your kid and not knowing that that card was going to get put on the table because then what do we do? Right. What if you thought your parent was just this saint and there was never anything wrong with them? And they said, I was strung out on crack cocaine. I was a prostitute. I was a thief. I was a robber. I sold drugs. I did all these things. So sometimes you got to really be prepared for where that's going to take you. But I do think that there's great benefit in that. And so even though when the conversations are had, we might not be prepared to process it and deal with it right then, but maybe later on in life you will be. But my goal is to help us to feel at least to, to just kind of like dig a little bit, to just pry a little bit and just say, hey, listen, what are some things about you that if I knew them, I might be able to love you better? Whew. What are some things about you? That if I knew, if I was aware, if, if my soul was able to be privy to them, I would be able to love you closer. Because a lot of times that gap and that distance that we have with other people is just that. It's the unknown. It's miscommunications. 
it's silence. Sometimes those gaps are just based on silence because when there's silence and there's information is absent, we feel that with what, ladies and gentlemen, assumptions. And so when we assume that people live their lives a certain way, when we assume that people have never encountered certain situations, we're left with an empty hand. An empty hand, you're left to just make this up. And a lot of times there's a bunch of inaccuracies in the story. That if you knew, you could say, wow, maybe you might say me too, or I know someone that that happened to, or I know someone that, that experienced that. And so you could be like, man, these people, I'm going through my grief. I'm in my darkest moments. I'm going through this and that, and they're not there for me, this and that. But like, maybe they weren't even able to be there for themselves when they went through something similar. Things are scary. And so again, like I started in the beginning is if you knew their story, if they knew your story, how differently would things be? That's what I wanted to get at today. I wanted to drop that gem and that nugget because we're here at episode 90 and I've had so many conversations, over 30 conversations with folks over the last 90 episodes. I've had a ton of solo episodes, things that I've talked about and I've spilled. And the whole PS to it is this. Everyone has a story. But what we're missing out on is what the impact of knowing such could do for ourselves and our healing. And that's so important. And I just want you to digest that. I want you to apply it where it can be applied and put that into play where it can be put into play because it's so important. And asking questions is how we start communication. So don't say to someone these definitive statements like you don't know me, you have no idea and just saying what do you know about me? What would you like to know about me? Because I mean, it's, it's, it's just important. And I, and I think because I have personal issues when it comes to things not being put out on a table and there being some secretive things and the way in which people move around life and such, I feel like I always want to be an effective communicator. But I also feel that if I am going to be a parent, I think that's probably going to be the area that I'll be challenged in the most is because it's something that I'm so committed to that I might have times where I've got to discern if I want to disclose this information or not and what's that's going to do because we are responsible for what we, what, what we say and, and what we share. And I do think that there's some things that we can tell people that can really, really mess them up. It can really change their life and their perception of you. So again, I'm not saying just go blab everything. Use your wisdom with anything that you do. Definitely use your wisdom. Definitely discern. Pray about it before and see how you're led. But I do know that even if it's just small things, sometimes knowing just one more tidbit of information could really be the difference in your healing process and your journey and understanding like, what's your grief? What's some of the grief been like in your life? And just seeing sometimes that that's how you actually can maybe bond with people. And I know that people talk about trauma bonding and listen, I'm not a therapist or a clinician or anything like that, but I don't always think that trauma bonding is a, ne is a negative just based on how it's used because sometimes we can get closer because of our stories and then evolve and overcome through them at the same time. I think when you're using the trauma and you're bonding and it's becoming toxic and negative and, and crutches and things like that, of course, that's not good. But sometimes the power of our story can be the legs that we needed to help us continue to walk on this journey. That's all I really wanted to drop in here with you today. I wanted to make sure that we were well aware of that and that we knew that. And I, and I want you to know, too, that I want to I want, well, I want to bounce into our in love and memory segment. But what I want you to know about that is what I meant to say is that I actually didn't have a particular person in mind this particular week. And I was like, oh, I don't I don't want to just go on the show and and not say in love and memory to 
a, a particular person, but I didn't have a chance to, to get someone and, and that could sound bad, but to have a name. And of course I, I see a lot of people who have passed away, but I may not have had a chance to ask for permission. That's a better way to say it is that it's not that I don't see, I've seen death every day on my timeline, but I always like to extend that courtesy and grace to, to those people to say, Hey, I was thinking about honoring your loved one on my, my podcast, this episode, the in love and memory. How do you feel about that? And so since I didn't have a chance to do that, there are quite a few people who have lost loved ones this past week. I know that they're brought in family, excuse me, Alan, <clears throat> Alan brought in the brought in family from Somerdale, New Jersey. They lost a family member, their sister. And so I definitely want to just send love out to them as well. There's a family of a young lady in Willenboro who recently passed away as well. I think her name was Sade. So again, I don't want to say last names. I don't want to say first and last names. I just want to kind of keep that anonymity and respect for those families. But there are some people that I did see lost loved ones this week. So we're going to continue to send our love and our prayers out to them and make sure that they know that they're in our thoughts and we understand how difficult this journey can be. So we hope that they definitely just stick together and and push through it. And so our inspirational boost is a part of our show that we like to give a quote or something inspiring or something thought provoking to make sure that we can, excuse me, my throat's a little dry, make sure that we can get through the week and just have something to kind of chew on. So Jasmine Manns is a phenomenal poet and I purchased her book recently, Black Girl Call Home. If you haven't heard of her, what are you doing? You must be under a rock. And also if you haven't looked at her book, it's a book full of quotes. I haven't even gotten halfway through it yet. But there was one that said, grace and mercy must have been raised by the same single mother. It's fire. It's fire there. And I don't even want to try to dissect that because I'm still processing that myself. But when I read that, I said, wow, grace and mercy must have been raised by the same single mother. Wow. I'm just going to let you chew on that. Listen, guys, it's episode 90. We're getting close to 100 episodes. I can't wait till we get to that point so we can celebrate. I'm hoping to have a phenomenal guest on with us. We are going to get back into having some more guests on the show. With COVID, a lot of things got a little challenging. And I was doing thing, re things remotely, and I'm trying to get some stuff together with my virtual setup. So bear with me. We're definitely bringing the guests back. I know you guys are getting tired of hearing my voice every single week, but I can only pray that what I'm sharing with you and what I'm talking to you about and what I'm led to bring to you each and every week is definitely blessing someone. So thank you so much for rocking. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you go over on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and leave a review. We really would appreciate it. And as always, feel free to DM me, hit me up. If you got any questions, if you've gotten anything from this, I'm always open. People will tell you to the feedback and to responding to you as well. Guys, you already know where I hang out the most over on Instagram. Make sure you follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know. Love and light. Peace. <music>